This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 45 at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 17th of October, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. You may see a little fog out here and there, and that'll burn off very quickly. Sunny skies today, a high in the low 70s. Overnight clear, our low down to 46. Wednesday, sunny and breezy with a high in the mid-70s. Wednesday night, slight chance of rain. Otherwise, clouds and a low of 54. Thursday, sunny and 76. Friday, sunny and 77. That pattern will continue over the weekend. Sunny skies and highs close to 80. Right now, it's fair and 45 at the KVOM studios. Let's send out congratulations to our employee of the day, Dusty Slavings at Wonderview High School. Obituaries this morning. Jerry Donald Carlin, age 85, of Moralton, died on Friday, October 13th. He was raised in Hattieville, was a United States Army veteran, co-owned a Skelly gas station, worked on a crew installing natural gas pipelines in Arkansas, worked on a road crew, and held several other jobs before becoming a truck driver for 44 years, driving trucks through all the 48 contiguous U.S. states and parts of Canada and Mexico. He is survived by Gail, his wife of 34 years, Son Kevin, brothers Tommy and Van, several nieces, nephews, and cousins, and a host of other family and friends. Funeral service for Jerry Don Carlin will be Wednesday, October 18th, with visitation at 1 p.m. and service at 2 at Harris Funeral Home in Moralton. With the Reverend Josh Edwards officiating, a private burial will take place at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Donald Wayne English, age 59, of Perryville, died on Saturday, October 14th. Funeral service will be Saturday, October 21st at noon at Nimrod Baptist Church with Brother Mike Hairston and Brother Tim Carpenter officiating. Visitation will start at 11 a.m. Burial will be at Garland Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Clara Marie Gunderman Gangliff, age 89, of St. Vincent, died on Saturday, October 14th. The funeral mass will be this morning at 10 at St. Mary Catholic Church in St. Vincent, with Monsignor Jack D. Harris presiding. Burial will be at St. Mary Church Cemetery, with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Nathan Joseph Jones, age 34, of Moralton, died on Saturday, October 7th. He is survived by his parents, Ralph Jones and Mary Ellen Grace Tate. Children, Rainland Cedar Forest Jones, Leland Cypress River Jones, Wolfland Creole Cadron Jones, and Cottonwood Ridge Jones of Houston, and Christina Marie Jones of Michigan, six sisters and a grandmother. All services will be held at Hope Gardens Funeral Home in Pocahontas. A visitation will be Saturday, October 21st from 10 till noon, with the funeral service to immediately follow and burial at Sharon Cemetery. Susan Diane Salard, age 68, of Moralton, died on Sunday, October 15th. She was of the Methodist faith and is survived by her son, Chris Szilard, daughter-in-law, Becky Szilard, two grandchildren, two brothers, one sister, and a large chosen family. Funeral service for Susan Diane Szilard will be Friday, October 20th at 2 p.m. at Elmwood Cemetery. Visitation is Thursday, October 19th at Smith Springs Church in Moralton from 6 to 8 p.m. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. 7.35, it's fair and 45 at the KVOM studios. Today's high 71 with sunshine. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment.
Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, fair and 45 at the KVOM studios. The attorney defendants in two lawsuits claiming that they set up straw owners for two medical marijuana dispensaries have filed a countersuit against their accusers. Arkansas Business reports the suit by prominent Little Rock lawyers Alex Gray and Nate Steele is the latest move in a case in which the registered owners of enlightened dispensary locations in Moralton and Heber Springs have accused Gray and Steele of malpractice and fraud. They claim Steele and Gray set up sham ownership arrangements that deprived them of money from marijuana sales while saddling them with huge tax bills. Gray, Steele, and their firm Steele Wright Gray are now suing their former member, Marshall Wright, and pharmacist and lawyer, Scott Pace, a former CEO of the Arkansas Pharmacist Association, over accusations that include conspiracy and defamation. Both suits concern the firm's attempts to apply for medical marijuana dispensary licenses after voters approved a medicinal cannabis legalization amendment in 2016. In lawsuits in Pope and St. Francis counties, Wright and Pace said Steele and Gray lined up slates of owners for the Moralton and Heber Springs dispensaries to game the licensing process and meet a constitutional requirement that 60% of owners be Arkansas residents. The suits allege that the firm was actually working on behalf of an out-of-state client seeking to get as many licenses as he could. In their lawsuit in Pulaski County Circuit Court, Gray and Steele called the complaints against them a sham. Law enforcement personnel with the Conway County Sheriff's Office and the Moralton Police Department are again raising money to help needy children in the community have a better Christmas. The agencies are joining with Arkansas State Police and other local law enforcement agencies for the annual Shop with the Cop program. It allows children in Conway County to spend a day shopping with officers for items on their Christmas wish list. To help fund Shop with the Cop, officers are holding a raffle in which they'll be giving away two guns a crossbow, a Yeti cooler, and gift certificates to Clover Alley, Merle Norman & Moore, The Shoe Company, and Dixon Med Spa. Jeremy Kazire, Chief Deputy with the Conway County Sheriff's Office, says all proceeds from the raffle will be used to directly help the children of Conway County. We work real close with the schools, and if there's any, any children or any family that falls on hard times during Christmas, you know, that's what this program is for. You know, uh, we'll compile through the schools and through word of mouth through the county, and uh, you'll come right about Christmas time. We'll we'll get all of our guys out to local Walmart, and then uh, work with the children out there and, and take them shopping to ensure that the children have a good Christmas, and to ensure that that their families have a good Christmas meal for that said holiday. Tickets are five dollars each, five for twenty dollars, or thirty-five tickets for one hundred dollars, and are available from any officer. The drawing will take place November twenty-eighth. Officers are grateful for the support of the citizens of Conway County, as well as local businesses that donate to the program, allowing them to make Christmas brighter for children throughout the county. Distracted driving continues to be one of the leading causes of motor vehicle crashes along our nation's roadways. 
The Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office is working with state and local law enforcement agencies to encourage drivers to put down their phones while driving as part of the statewide You Drive, You Text, You Pay high-visibility enforcement effort this week. Arkansas law enforcement agencies will intensify their patrols aimed at drivers violating the Arkansas Texting While Driving Law. During this enforcement period, parents are encouraged to discuss with their teenage children the subject of developing safe driving habits, including the practice of never sending or reading text messages or accessing social media while driving. To ensure a safe driving experience, drivers are encouraged to follow these suggestions. If you are expecting a text message or need to send one, pull over and park your vehicle in a safe location. Ask your passenger to be a designated texter. Do not engage in social media scrolling or messaging while driving. And activate your phone's Do Not Disturb feature or put your phone in the trunk, glove box, or back seat of your vehicle until you arrive at your destination. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders and First Gentleman Brian have a similar passion for tourism that her parents had as Governor and First Lady. Governor Sanders says she and her husband established the Natural State Initiative to grow the outdoor recreation industry even more in Arkansas. Tourism is our number two industry, and we're confident that we can help grow that industry and make Arkansas a leader uh, nationally, growing our outdoor economy. My parents have an incredible legacy, and Brian and I are excited to work together and carry on some of the work that my parents did over the course of my dad's nearly 11 years as governor. Uh, They elevated our state parks, and we want to take them to the next level. Sanders says one of the unique things about Arkansas state parks is that you can enjoy them at no cost. And they're some of the best parks you'll find anywhere in the country. We have absolutely incredible natural beauty. They don't call us the natural state for no reason. And I want everybody to know what exists right here in our own backyard, but also I think around the region and around the country to know and appreciate what Arkansas has to offer. Sanders believes Arkansas can be competitive with any other state when it comes to the level of recreation it can offer and provide people who want to enjoy the outdoors. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. The Plummerville Church of Christ will continue its gospel meetings tonight and Wednesday at 7 o'clock with the speaker Matthew Martin of Batesville. Our Blood Institute will hold a blood drive at Sacred Heart Catholic School in Moralton today from 9 until 1. If you'd like to make an appointment to donate, call 877-340-8777 or visit obi.org. The Moralton City Council Personnel and Policy Committee will meet today at noon at City Hall. Family Life Worship Center, Highway 9 in Moralton, is hosting a free community meal Wednesday 5 to 7 in the Church Fellowship Hall. First Presbyterian Church in Moralton is hosting its October Fellowship Supper Wednesday night at 6 with a cookout and fall photos, followed by pumpkin painting. There are a number of meetings coming up where you can learn about opportunities and make plans for the April 8, 2024 solar eclipse. The Hotel and Restaurants Committee will meet Thursday morning at 9 at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce. The Safety Committee meets Thursday night at 6 at the Moralton North Fire Station. You can find the complete meeting schedule online at arkeclipse.com. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce will hold a ribbon cutting for Jones Personal Protection Service. Thursday morning at 10 in the Chamber's back parking lot. The Wonderview School Board meets Thursday at 5 in the District Boardroom. UACCM will host a conversation with Natalie Canarday 
with a special showing of the feature film October Sky, Thursday in the college's Fine Arts Auditorium. The presentation by the Russellville native and actress will begin at 5.30 p.m., and the film will begin at 6. The film is rated PG, and the event is free to the public. The Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons meets Thursday night at 7, and the regular monthly meeting of the Nemo Vista School Board that was originally scheduled for Thursday, well, it's been rescheduled for Friday at 5. Well, we're proud to say that the KVOM Newswatch podcast has surpassed 200,000 streams since it first launched. If you're unable to hear Newswatch as it airs, you can always subscribe for free on Apple Podcast, Google Play, Amazon Music, or your favorite streaming platform. It's also available on our website and on the EAB Media app. You can tell your Amazon Echo device, Alexa, play the podcast KVOM Newswatch. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is presented each weekday morning by Petty Jean State Bank. 744, fair and 45 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on Close Up, we'll visit with Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The high school basketball season tipped off Monday with Sacred Heart and Nemo Vista both in action. Sacred Heart split its games at Western Yale County. The senior girls won 47-20 to behind 26 points from junior Ayla Holzman. Senior Emily Ship added 10 points for the Lady Knights. Senior boys lost 61-32 despite 17 points from senior Mason Dold. Junior girls won 28-18 in overtime. The junior boys lost 34-26. Sugar Hart will be back in action Friday night against Concord. Nemo Vista lost both of its senior high games to Bradford. The girls fell 49-25 while the boys lost 90-82 in double overtime. But the junior boys won 27-22. Nemo Vista plays again tonight, going on the road for games at Concord. Junior girls play at 5 p.m., followed by senior girls and senior boys. Wonderview's senior high teams are scheduled to open their season tonight in the Painburn Classic. Both teams play the host school. Painburn girls play at 6.30 p.m. The boys follow at 7.45. After improving its record at 8-0, the Bigelow High School football team moves into the top five of this week's Class 2A Arkansas Sports Media High School football poll. As voted on by a panel of sports media members from across the state, the poll for the for week eight of the high school football season was released Monday. Panthers are ranked number five this week. Mineral Springs remains the number one team in Class 2A, followed by Desert, Hazen, and Carlisle. The Panthers play at Johnson County Westside this week. In the Class 5A poll, the top three teams are unchanged from last week. Little Rock Parkview, Shiloh Christian, and Southside, the number four and five teams at swap places. Goatee Robinson is now ranked number four, and Mills is ranked number five. Pine Bluff received eight votes this week to tie with Hot Springs for sixth in the rankings, and Marlton plays host to the Zebras this Friday for senior night at Devil Dog Stadium. The Arkansas Razorbacks are ranked number 14 in the AP Top 25 preseason men's basketball poll. 
Hogs are one of five SEC teams in the top 25, along with number nine, Tennessee, number 15, Texas A&M, number 16, Kentucky, and number 24, Alabama. Kansas is ranked number one. The Razorbacks host UT Tyler for an exhibition game this Friday. The regular season opener is November 6th against Alcorn State. 7.48 now as we look at weather on this Tuesday. And we've got humidity right now at 100% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.16 inches. Our low temperature this morning 40 degrees. High yesterday was 70. A year ago today the low was 45. The high was 64. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year 43.43 inches. Sunset this evening, 635. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 719. And forecast calls for a little patchy fog this morning. Otherwise, a mostly sunny day, high near 71 degrees. Mostly clear tonight with a low around 46. Patchy fog again tomorrow morning, then sunny and a high near 76. And mid-70s on through the end of the week. Maybe hit 80 again by Saturday. Only making rain next week or so, just a slight chance Wednesday night. Right now, fair skies, 45 degrees in Marlton at 749 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is 752 now on KVO. We're joined on our close-up interview this morning by Marlton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Good morning to you, Mayor. Good morning, Eric. All right. Busy time in in Marlton. A lot going on. Of course, just wrapped up the, uh, the big cleanup last week. How'd that go? The cleanup was very successful again. Uh, you know, we've changed that where you have to bring it to the uh, street department for, and put it in roll-offs unless you're elderly or handicapped. And uh, I was very reluctant at first to do that because I know how our citizens are used to us coming to their house. But over the years, we've really taken in more trash by doing that. It allows our street department to continue to work on projects without having to be taking that week to drive around town and pick up trash. And it's safer on our guys. You know, our uh, street foreman almost lost his hand by, by getting it cut during the cleanup. So I think it's the best way to go. Uh, you know, the county's been, we've been doing this for a long, long time. Uh, many counties try to duplicate what we're doing and they can't. So, you know, it, it really keeps our town clean. And it's great that we can provide this service to our citizens. It's good, really good cooperation with all the cities in the in the county. All get together, do that, and uh, recently I just uh, cleaned up a little bit of the old Cotton Thomas place. Yes, there. we're getting that cleaned up today. Finished probably finishing that up today. If you notice, there's another house there on Moose Street that that was very overgrown and. That house is getting cleaned up also. There's there's always going to be a house that needs to be cleaned up. Uh, and we, we do our best to try to monitor that and take care of that. Uh, but, you know, you got out-of-town owners or you got somebody that's passed away. And there's always going to be that house that needs to be cleaned up. And 
Greg and Stephen do the best they can to try to monitor that and keep up with that and and stay on top of that. But. And uh, of course, soccer season underway. City's doing soccer that now. Soccer has and been phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, every day that you go by the park, it's full. Uh, people like that uh, they're playing under lights and not having to type their whole Saturday. I mean, we had two, over 270 kids. I think that's 70 more than they had it when they were at the paper mill. It's just more yeah. convenient. Yeah, we're hearing nothing but good things about soccer, and that's going to be a growing sport. And you know, as we we voted to to uh, have the soccer fields at the location between the brewery and the <coughs> McGee Monument. So as we develop those plans and get those as uh, economical as we need, and and uh, Practical, you know, we, we, we started off high, and maybe we don't need maybe we need to downsize that a little bit and be more practical with just recreational soccer. But soccer's doing good, it's only going to grow. Yeah, it is growing. It's not a very expensive sport, so that yeah. makes it, you know, even more attractive. Yeah, it's becoming more and more popular for sure. So good to have a lot of kids doing that, and uh, a lot of people we talked uh, with being. Grant and Tiffany yesterday about this, but pickleball is very popular as well. And getting that, getting ready for that big tournament. Yeah, we got our first tournament coming up, and so I think that's going to be very successful. And there's people playing on the pickleball courts all the time. That sports doing nothing but growing. So hopefully, over the time, we'll add more pickleball courts and yeah. and uh, keep expanding that program. Yeah, growing for sure. Talking with Marlton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer, we're going to have a lot of. Kids in in downtown Marlton, Halloween, Monsters on Main Street. So uh, Yeah, that's a good program for people to come to one place, uh, keep their kids safe, get a lot all the candy they could possibly want, a uh, lot going on that day. So we hope everybody comes downtown. We hope we want to thank uh, Main Street Marlton for always supporting that program. Yeah. And uh, it's just a good way to keep all your kids in one location, keep them safe. And I'm sure that people will also go to neighborhoods after that yeah. and, and be mindful of that as it's dark and, you know, kids will be walking through the neighborhoods. And yeah, <coughs> which is another careful. thing we talked about at the council meeting. We're getting a lot of complaints about people speeding through neighborhoods. And when people speed through neighborhoods, it always brings up the question, can I get speed bumps? Mm-hmm. Well, we put speed bumps in several neighborhoods, but they don't work like, like you want them to or like yeah. we would want them to. Right. People cut through the, I mean, I live on Cedar Crest Drive, which is probably one of the worst streets in Marlton as far as visibility, mm-hmm. narrow, right. going over a big hill, and people are cutting through our street. Don't know why, but they are, and they drive fast too. So it's every street in town. Uh, there's no, I don't think there's any exception where people are speeding. Yeah. Our guys try to do the best they can being at those places, but it's, you know, when kids, are going to play in the street they're going to ride their bike in the street so you got to be mindful of that and be careful when you're driving through these neighborhoods yep yeah a lot of uh a lot of kids out there so yes certainly uh be careful in all those all those areas for sure i guess uh city and then city council working on budget for for next we'll year have a, we'll have a budget meeting thursday night to get that you know we've, we've started the process already we've had a few meetings about it about certain line items and We'll be digging into it. Uh, we sent the budget out early to the councilmen so they can be looking it over. and mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll have a successful year. Our sales tax dollars are continuing to do good. 
Is there uh, going to be any uh, special budget item for Eclipse or uh, what's <coughs> there? Are, there is a line item for the Eclipse. You know, we have uh, 300 porta potties reserved, and I was talking to the guy the other day, and he char he's charged us $150, and, and he's selling them for 300. So we'll probably be, you know, renting those out to help cover our expenses to people yeah. that that need them. Uh, so, and then uh, we had a little uh, advertising and promotion meeting the other day. Mm -hmm. Mike Miller's made a little, you know, medallion that we're we're talking about. You know, do we need to reproduce those and sell those and things like that? How much money do we want to invest? You know, in this, uh, I know the chambers got entertainment lined up, and they're paying for that. And Main Street Marlton's got a lot of projects they're doing. So, uh, you know, we still don't know good feel about how many people are going to be here yet, yeah. but we feel it's going to be successful and it's going to be a good economic boost to the to the city and all organizations that are involved in it. Yep. Yeah. All you can do is is prepare and then see and there has been a lot happens. of preparation. Yeah. You know, no matter how this goes, yeah. it's. We have prepared the best that we can. Sure. So we will uh, we'll be ready for, I guess whatever whatever happens or however many however many people come April eighth next year, and uh, I guess lastly we're getting uh, very close to, to the holidays and time to be scheduling Christmas parties and of course Playland a good place to do that. <coughs> yes. So uh, you know we're ready to uh, offer those corporate Christmas parties or just individual Christmas parties. Playland is. Uh, place to be for that we, we had several last year and hope to repeat that business again uh, you know we did change our hours we're closed on Monday but if you did have some kind of party or some kind of special event we can we can open for that we're open from 4 to 9 Tuesday through Thursday 4 to 11 on Friday all day Saturday 11 to 11 and 1 to 7 on uh, Sunday okay all right check it out there Leland uh, Bowling and Skating there in Marlton. If Mayor Allen, let's know anything else for us this morning? Nope, that's it. Eric. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for coming in. Again, Marlton Mayor Allen, Smart joining us one minute after 8 o'clock on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.